I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. Good morning. It's Monday, December 5th, 2022. My name is Dan Broskell here with Dave Geller for episode, I think this is episode 81, Dave, of What Do We Know? Here we go. Welcome. Glad to be here. Welcome to you. A warm December continues. More on the weather later. It's been a couple of weeks since we were together. How you been? I've been good. A little yeah. frosty this morning, but it's uh, it's uh, all good. Did you run this morning outside? I didn't run as long as I usually do. But that I, wasn't the question. Yes, I did. Congratulations. I did not. Oh. Um, what what have you been up to? Um, casually, generally. Casually. Been a bit, I mean, we have not spoken on this podcast since your marquee event. Oh, did, did so we, I do want to congratulate you on a very successful Maddie's Mission event a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was our, it was our fourth event. Not annual, but uh, a renewal. Well, it was almost annual. Renewal. Right? We had a little break, <laughs> and it was a, a wonderful event. We had amazing friends, family there, um, raised a lot of good money for sure. some wonderful organizations, including the Wonder Fund. And it's possible to raise bad money. No, it's no, it's good. And, <laughs> it could be for, tainted. For the <laughs> Robert F. Kennedy um, Community Alliance, formerly known as, uh, actually oversees the um, RFK um, Children Action Corps now. Wonderful. Uh, and they've merged. But anyways, a great event. The place was full. Yeah, I cannot we, believe how people were there. Yeah, I've always, I'm always, you know, concerned about how... how you were like, no one's going to come. Well, yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> a lot of variables, right? With, with flu and COVID and who knows what and um, timing of everything. But it was an amazing turnout. We had probably... Well over 250 people in the room, uh, if not... Not including dancers. Yes, not including dancers and their families, actually. Awesome. So probably 300 people and just a great, great feeling. People were so appreciative of the night. Um... And yeah, and we are really really happy of who was there and who supported us. I and gave a lot of hugs to people who were there. Yeah, was I I was really excited to see all three Landis children. Yep. Some of the Landis and I were like, oh my gosh, you're so old. That was Martin Landis was there. Yep. I saw little Neely Ezekiel. Yep. It was good. It was a good crew. Yeah, it was a great in both. Yeah, our Bach Kung Arets from four corners of the earth. Everyone oh, came. Great. Right. I was really really amazed. You know, and it's a uh, yeah. It was just a real a night filled with lots of joy. And, and I met the wonderful people. dietitian. That meet, that works at your practice, Riley. Yeah, Riley, outstanding. Pritchard, and, yeah, her, her and her British husband, and we talked all about soccer. That He's was great. great. Or football. That was he good. He is great. Um, disagree. My whole office was, uh, was there. I'd say good. most of the office was a great time. But Maybe. for the millionth straight year, Dave, we did not win any raffle prizes. So you got you got to rig the lottery for us at least one. I'll do my best. You tell me what you want, and I'll arrange it for you, right. even off the books. Um, Thanksgiving also happened, David. You know my favorite holiday, of course. It is your favorite holiday, and I think it. Other than Did one of my children, expectations? other than one of my children having flu A, which we'll come back to, overall it was a nice calm stretch of year. Mm. Uh, everything I like doing from early morning gym to turkey trot to cranberry corner to um, watching some soccer, going downtown in the tea for the first time in a long time, mm. seeing the Nutcracker in Worcester. Oh, like, yeah. It was pretty solid. It was pretty. Wait, good. Nutcracker was in Worcester. That's well. That's a, a relatively new tradition that was again interrupted. But yeah, we go to Worcester for the. For why, the why Worcester? Because it's just a, it's a, a couple of years ago. I'm like, let's do something today. I'm like, oh look, the Nutcrackers in Worcester. Oh look, the Worcester Art Museum. So it became like this combo that we do mm. to like just go away and do something else. Um, so that was. That was remind, how was Cranberry Corner? Delicious. As you come around the bend, 
it was it was pretty good. Uh, and, and again, more on cranberries later when I when, when we talk about things we learned this week. But we, uh, it, definitely, cran- I also wrote an article about cranberries, Dave, which you probably saw. I did. I hope that you saw. I did. Called the cranberry quandary. My water. What, what blessing you say over cranberries, which yes. could have been the Mishnah Shavui, but like that was for a my mouth instead. was watering over the cranberry blog. The punchy New England superfood. I like that. That's a pretty good use of language. There's a there's a um, when you drive up to Sugarloaf. Uh, mountain in Sugarloaf, Maine to go skiing. There's when you turn a corner, it's called the Oh My God corner. Because right when you turn oh this boy. corner, you see the mountain in front of you, right? Like Oh My God, and you just, like like dangerous. Like people just say Oh My God, yeah. you know, and or maybe it's Oh My Gosh. But there's I, the same thing with the cranberry. When you come by the cranberry corner, like Oh My Gosh, stop. There's the cranberries. I must turn aside. And look, look at those cranberries. Side. Oh Remove my, the sandals on your feet because you were on holy ground. It's amazing. Uh, World, World Cup day, a lot of World Cup in my house. I don't know how much you've been watching. I you were watching casually something. Well, I, I, we last week, I think I watched. Game. I think I watched a a seven to ten minute total last week. But this weekend, I was able to sit down and watch some games. It was Good great. Stuff. Well, sad sad result for the U.S. Yes. Uh, you know, in general, if you look at the the numbers for the for the U.S. Netherlands game, U.S. perhaps over over outplayed. Sorry, the Netherlands in many measures. However, the finishing was not strong. They were mock your man. monumental you mock defensive man. lapses. The last goal, the guy had about a whole box worth of space to put the goal yeah. home. So, you know, full marks for the effort. Um, you know, will Berhalter be renewed? You know, we'll come back to that a little bit later. But uh, still plenty of soccer to come. I'm excited. Uh, I'm actually into it now. I'm watching some soccer. Well, uh, we time, David. Yes. Uh, some Bruins running away with their it's respective crazy. sports. I think they were undefeated at home in January, in, uh, in November. It's crazy. Which is crazy. Um, you know, I went to a game last week. Someone I know hooked us up with some Jumbotron access and television access. Whoever that was, I'm not sure. Um, and, uh, and we started travel basketball and rec basketball, Ooh, rec basketball this weekend. So back in business for some weekend activities. Um, but only two basketball players, only one travel basketball player. So it shouldn't be as crazy as hmm. previous years. So that's where I'm, that's where I'm entering December 5th. Right There's a lot the going on. Weeks. Not right now, actually less than usual, but I'm working mm-hmm. pretty hard. Um, a lot of flu going around, which again, we're going to review well, in a few minutes. Yeah. So, uh, before that, though, no, I can tell you we, we had a we have we've had a busy I've had a busy couple of weeks too. We've had a um, yeah. make out. Actually, my youngest daughter Maddie just had her holiday dance show, which was which was great uh, at the Regent Theater. It was a great time in Arlington. Arlington, and because my older one Hannah is a, is a teacher there dancing, so she was uh, some of her students were dancing. It was a nice time, and. Uh, Big news is uh, Jossie out of Portland is now juggling, I think, four jobs, um, waitressing and bartending at the hotel. What's the third one? Um, Podcaster. She is, besides <laughs> besides doing bench work at two jewelers and doing apprenticeship at Springer's Jewelers, which is a, which is a, a fine jewelry company in Maine, um, she is now working at a, at like a, a, like a painting bar where they, where she will instruct and teach people how to paint. Like at Lexington? Yeah, but a little, little higher, little higher level than that. Sure. Yeah, way beyond that. So now she's, she's kick, kicking it hard. So all good. She's all kicking good. it hard. Kicking it hard. Yes. And Jen taught a weekend yoga class. Jen taught a weekend yoga. She get if she's getting back into that business, I'm in. I don't know. If she did she teach last week? I don't think she taught last weekend. Maybe she did. There was one weekend. She's like, I'm teaching Saturday afternoon. I'm like, ooh, I think you're right. Me? No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And she's. Uh, you know, you know she, what that means? Yeah, yeah. You and I are back on the mat. We're back. We're back on the mat. We're gonna share the mat. You and me. We're not gonna share the mat. Yeah, all right. Um. So back to the flu. No. 
Not good. No deal. No flu. We have some text. Okay. We have some text. Oh, good. Some text some, to study. Some good. Two weeks from now, we'll be celebrating Hanukkah. Yes. We'll have the first candle lit during the day. Yes. We'll light the second candle in the evening. Yes, we shall. Question for you, Davis. How high can you place a menorah? Oh, I should know the answer to this question. Yeah, I mean, you've seen some large Hanukkah. Um, let's be really clear. Yeah, but the word menorah is a misnomer. It's not a menorah. It's a Hanukkah. The menorah is a traditional seven-branch candelabra from the temple. The Hanukkah has nine, exactly. eight, including Shamash. But we we do use them casually, interchangeable. Also, menorah is easier to say than Hanukkah. Yeah. So when I say menorah, I mean Hanukkah. Right. Okay, thank how, you. how high can it be above the ground? Above above the ground, like the the candle top or the uh, the the Hanukkah itself. So if it's on the ground, it yes. can extend upwards. Yes, I'm going to say six feet. Six feet. Nine, okay. Nine feet. Eighteen feet. Do you know how long a cubit is? Oh, the length of my arm. You know, it comes from the Latin word uh, meaning elbow. Because I, I it's do a distance that. from the elbow to your to the tip of your middle finger. Yeah. The problem, David, there's there's no standard length for exactly. cubits of that distance. That's why that's no that's why Noah's Ark is was a little dysfunctional. Too many cubits. And then you can visit the full size Ark replica in Kentucky. Do you know this? I do know that. You should go. I actually went to the movie theater in Lewiston, Maine, in, the in search of Noah's Ark. I, I know and I, I know what story. happened. I remember the story. I know what happened. It landed on Ararat somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David, in ancient in ancient Egypt it was twenty or twenty one inches. The Sumerian cubit was twenty and thirteen and thirty second inches. In biblical was six hand breadths. Yes. Literally. So that changes. Ancient Greece, 18 inches. Ancient Rome, 17 and a half inches. Are we, doing, are we doing the measurement or the Hanukkah? Hold on. Islamic cubit, 19 and 25 inches. The Talmud Shabbat says a Hanukkah lamp that one, that one placed above 20 cubits is invalid. So 20 cubits. Let, let's say the standard length is 18 inches. So like six, 20 yeah. times 18 is, is, uh, is 340 inches. Let's divide that by 12. 12. What's, three, what's 340 by 12? I actually can't do that math anymore. I'm going to say it's 24 feet. I'm just I think it's less than that. Yeah, uh, stay tuned for my massive calculations. 340 divided by 12 is 28 feet. I, I, I was close. So you can't place a Hanukkah more than 28 feet above the ground, but the answer is why. Because you confuse it with the stars. Um, perhaps. The wind. The reason is... Because it hurts your neck to look at the Hanukkah. People do not usually raise their heads and see objects at a height above 20 cubits. There you go. Hmm. That's why it's tough to sit in. The As there was a requirement to see the Hanukkah and behold its light, <laughs> they are deemed invalid when placed above that height. The similar rule applies to a sukkah. Sukkot cannot yep. be that gigantic either. Hmm. But a 28-foot high Hanukkah. To be clear, like how tall is the green monster? It's 37 feet. So imagine hmm. a Hanukkah nine feet below the I'm imagining top it. line and Fenway the monster in with, with, and, and so if you were if you who like who plays left field for the Red Sox I don't even know anymore like looking up well, it's I'm kind of too high to behold the candles 28 feet yeah, above you, can you imagine Manny Romero's coming out of the green monster after using the bathroom to look at the Hanukkah he would hit the Hanukkah on the cutoff <laughs> <laughs> there it is there it is there you go um, the, the secondary comment here about the Hanukkah is are you supposed to place it on the right hand side or the left hand side of your doorway if you are peace with my face if you are advertising or, or showcasing the mirror I'm gonna say right. Wait, wait. Facing, uh, facing in or facing out? Oh my gosh. Um, I think I'm thinking facing out. Is I think right. it's the out. I think it's the inward facing. So when you're walking in, is the Hanukkah on the uh, right or the left? See, I'm gonna say on the right then. Why? 
because. Just because? Because there are a lot of things that are on the right. There's a lot of the right things in Judaism. Well, there's one in particular on the right, which is very relevant. So there's, a, uh, as usual, Dave, there's a difference of opinion. All right. Okay. Um, Rav Acha says, on the right side of the entrance. Rav Shmuel says, on the left. And the halacha actually is to place it on the left. So the Hanukkah lamp will be on the left and the mezuzah goes oh, on go. the right. There so you when go. you walk in, you are surrounded yeah. by the mitzvah of love the mezuzah that. on the right I love that. and the mitzvah of the Hanukkah no, on was, the left. Because I was so imagining in my in my house, we put it to the right of the, in the windows to the right of, if we do. Your do house it. childhood or your house currently? Great question. Currently, I'd, I'd put it in the, in the right. Do you actually place it in the window? If we did, that's where I would put it. Because you're actually supposed to. But that's, I know you're supposed to, but that's what, um, but you know, I was imagining if you came into the house on the right, the door, but no, that's great. When I was younger, we never put it in the window. We did have it in in an area where you could see it through out, uh, through the windows outside very easily. But the lesson on should you hide your Hanukkah in the age of raging anti-Semitism perhaps is a relevant one. Nah, hmm. show off the Hanukkah. But I like that mezuzah on the right, like Hanukkah on the left. You walk into your house, just mm. endowed with mitzvot, but, but don't place it more than twenty-eight feet above. But where's you. the mitzvotol go? Somewhere else. Right now. Where does the blood of the lamb go? Yeah, the I mean, right. yeah. So the blood goes in the middle. There you go. There <laughs> the mezuzah goes oh, on the right, yes. and the Hanukkah goes on the left. There's a much longer Mishnah. I almost pulled uh, 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 Gemara about: Are you allowed to light a Hanukkah with the candle of another one? Like take the shamash from an, from one Hanukkah and light. And we might save it for next week because there is a long. Well, there's two. Long there's, there's debate. Be two on that, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Just a teaser. Yeah. I think I think we'll pull it for next week, but I want to get these two out of the way. I don't way. think you can. But well, the Gemara says it's hard. Yep. And it talks about all the reasons why it's yeah, difficult. It is hard. So life gonna, is hard. We're gonna forget. Well, life is hard, Dave, including this early season flu. Um, it was the worst flu season in Australia in five years. Seriously. We had some flu A in our house. I've heard tales of flu A and B existing simultaneously in people's families. Yep. What the hell is going on? Flu's here. Yeah. Well, it was here. I think I asked you in like October. You're like, it's already here. Yeah, we, had, we saw it. it was trickling in it. I, I still think it's kind of, um, I mean, it's definitely bumped up. I, mean, I don't know if we've seen the peak yet. You know, I don't know if it's going to burn out and or circle back. You know, but I would say we're seeing more flu A than B. But like, like you said, we I've seen kids in the same family, one with A and one with B, and our tests are extremely accurate, and they're just picking this up. So I think you always get two circling, circulating strains, and usually one is more predominant. I think A is more prominent right now, but I could be wrong. Which one's worse? Great question. I haven't because Orrin had it pretty bad. Data. He had A. Uh, usually, they give you different symptoms, and I think A right now is is these kids. I, I'm walking in and on the kids, and, I'm, and I can tell you right away this is going to be flu. No, um, you, you said that to me. Oh, I did say that. Right? <laughs> Thanksgiving weekend, like yeah, it's flu. Just looks like <laughs> it, you know. But we we also seen kids who look like they have it but don't. But if it's something right now, it's flu A or the RSV. But um, yeah, it, it they they said this a couple of years ago, right? We we're going to have a COVID flu, you know, twofer. But it didn't really pan out, right? Um, well, because. We wear masks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so right now we're 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 seeing we're seeing the trifectas right now. You know, the COVID, the RSV, and the flu. Excuse me, the trifecta is COVID, flu, that, strep, which that, we had in my that, house. That's the that's the <laughs> that's the, da, the, that's da, the uh, We're not seeing a ton of strep. We're not seeing a ton that's of good. strep. I guess yeah. that's good. But there's a silver and lining. We'll see what the next virus is we can test for. But uh, it's busy. If you have flu once in the season, can you get it again? Like if you have flu A, can you get flu B? Yes. Does in it fact, happen? Yes. Wow. In fact, how be. far apart will that happen? That's a good question. I would say it could happen very quickly. Wow. And that's why if, even if you, your son, for example, had flu A. So he also got the flu vaccine. We would still give him the flu vaccine because he could get another strain. But he, but, so he, he got the flu vaccine. Yeah. He got A. Yeah. 
even with all that immunity, he might still get flu B. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know the how. I mean, I was looking at some of the numbers for the for the flu vaccine effectiveness, and I mean, it's never you know 100 percent, right? Or even close. To I mean, some years it's really bad. Yeah, I don't think it's. I think, but if it's preventing severe disease, severe, that's right. what you're looking sure. for. But he, but he was sick. Um, so the question is, a, how effective is the vaccine, and b, how sick would he have been without the vaccine? Is the flu is the flu vaccine bivalent? Or is it quadvalent? It's quadvalent. So there's two other strains that we're not yeah. getting? Yeah. Like a C and a D? Yes, although I forget what's in there. But Have you seen any I think H1N was in, I think H1N was in there. Still, still. What a cocktail. Yeah, I, I, what I, a flu vaccine cocktail. Yeah, it's great. If you look at the flu vaccine over the oh years. My, it's definitely just changed. The name, <laughs> no, what's in there, the names are crazy. All these variants and... And uh, Dave's face right now is, is actually like lighting up. I no, love I'm this. Just, no, I'm just thinking about when you when you look at because people ask me, so what's it covering this year and what it covered last year? And like you can look through the the you can look through the history of the flu vaccine and how it changes every year and what they add to it to make it better. And uh, I still think it's a little bit of um, I think there's still a little tough to decide what to put in it past couple of years because the the epidemiology changed because of like the masks. So is the flu vaccine like for everyone in the world or is it tuned to like? We're making something else here in the United States. That's a very good question. That's the third time you said that's a very good question. Yeah, and I'm I, really happy with myself. I'm, bleh. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I would think it's the same for the most part, but right. for everybody. So everyone throws in a little H1N1, yeah. a little bit of something else now. Let's yeah. Just tune it with something, a little avian strain perhaps. Yeah. See what we got. Huh. I'm excited. Yeah. I must know a flu vaccine creator somewhere. We should get, we, we should get a vaccine person on. Like, uh, I mean, we, live it, in, we live in Boston. Yeah, but we, all these companies now are working on different vaccines. Um, Scott Rochelle. Yeah, we're still going to see if... Scott RW. What's that? Scott Rochelle on. Rochelle, you could. You could. <laughs> I, I could try. Man. <laughs> I could try. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> She'd be like, so how big Pe- is this podcast? People would start, start bored on this podcast. Oh, let's do it. Oh, man. You, post, you could pull, pull your card for that one. Have you gotten your flu vaccine? Yes. You have? Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, you got to make sure you get it every year. Uh, again, I didn't, and then I started getting it, and I got the flu the first year. Uh, but well, not, have you got your vaccine? Oh, yeah, I got mine here. I got it at work. Yeah. You got it at work. Well, they give it to town employees. They lined you up. Who gave it? Who was the, who was the DPW person giving you a vaccine? DPW. Uh, it was not uh, the public health nurse. It was, there was a few contract nurses that were here. And That's good. I think she was very gentle. And I was That's like, nice. And I was like, thank you. She's like, your bicep's huge. Like, thank you, ma'am. And actually, the last time I got I got, I got a, I, I think she's like, Usually they accuse me of like tensing up for vaccines, <laughs> flexing. Like I don't like getting injections, so like maybe I do like, in, like involuntarily like yeah. contract yeah, the, yeah. my gigantic, just kidding, yeah. shoulder muscle. She's like, let your arm hang down, yeah, yeah. which I'd never done before. Yeah, it's like that. That will make you automatically relax. I'm like, well, in all the vaccines I've gotten, no one has ever given me that good advice, and thank you. And also, so yeah, it does hurt that. less, and it hurts less after if you don't tense up. But well, how, how come no one else does that, Dave? Well, usually half Come of our on. population is just crying and screaming, anyways. So, you would see kids who just like start screaming about shots in the oh office. god, it must be a daily. Occurrence. I have to like you just said my face lit up. I have to. I walk in the room and I look at the kid and I, I say, "Just you know, there's no shots today," and they just relax. I, I, I remember just feeling waiting. that kind of anxiety. They're just as a child. waiting. You know, I mean, I can ask them a million questions. And all they care about is getting, getting shots. a shot. And again, I have a handful of kids who actually want a shot every year. They actually are uh, but happy. They don't get one. They, they, they want to walk in and get something. They want to try it. Mm. That's got to be a pretty small minority. I got to feel small, like most kids small. are like, get, keep that thing away from it's me. Small. And we have the spray too for the for the, yeah. for the flu. And the mist is for the weak hearted. I love the mist. <laughs> but you got a shot. <laughs> Who gave you your flu shot? I just have someone in the office do it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. 
it's a you carrying adult doses clan, clandestine oh, um, saying, or is it saying the, the same, oh, yeah, thing, the the same thing with the, the 16 year old Andy of 18 so is, you is, yeah Andy of 18 actually we will we'll give it to adults the office parents if they want it once we get through the season and we know that we've we've um you know hit our population some people will come in like in January, February, still want a vaccine. Like okay. a little late, bro. A little late. Well, the, the last year of the season went to May, so it's never late. There was like a three month interruption. We, there was, we, there we was will, late, late, late flu, and there was early, early. We will early give flu. we will give infants, six month old infants, their first vaccine at least into um, April, May. All right, yeah, there you go. Good, good. All right, very good, good stuff right good. there. The pie band, quadrivalent, early, late. Many or mayor was hitting the cutoff mm-hmm. Hanukkah. Uh, that, that's a good image right yeah. there. I love that. Oh, that's like a, gra- a graphic novel <laughs> right there. Ma- Manny and the Hanukkah. No, I'm just thinking about you. The Manny and the menorah. Manny oh, and the menorah. We should, we should write that. You I know, think Manny he'd be into menorah. that, Dave. Yeah. I think he'd be into that. Have someone reach out to him for you. Uh, what's happening on our end? Uh, our, our superintendent search is about to kick off in earnest. Pop, are, you in, are you on the search committee? Nope, I am not. What? Uh, Who no, is the committee? Nope, Do we nope, know? nope, nope. Uh, well, all we know is there's, there's a two-person subcommittee. Uh, there's a subcommittee for the committee. Well, there's a subcommittee, the school committee, who has the authority to make decisions, ah. which is going to be Brad uh, Chair and Sarah Scoville Past Chair. Um, and they, the they will uh, both uh, appoint the search committee, representing various constituencies in town. You can imagine parents, community members, uh, teachers, how long was How long was the superintendent here for? Two years? Three years? Three years. Man. Uh, the objective, which I confirmed I chatted with Sarah last week very casually, was... Um, a superintendent would, that will stay would, longer than would, three years. Hush you. Uh, <laughs> would love to finish this up by the end of February. Really? Uh, so That's I, a quick one. Well, I mean, last time around, we did, we did the same thing. February. And then, and then it's December. Wow. So if you could imagine a process where a, job dis- where a job description is posted, where materials are requested by January 1st, where interviews are conducted with some number of screened candidates in January, and then finalists make the rounds in February, you know, we would take action on a vote. So will you be involved in the interviewing process too? Absolutely not. No, Just but the but the school committee signs so off. The, 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 way, the way that it works, basically everywhere, is that you know the search committee does the job of screening. Let's call it fifty candidates yep. who apply. Yep. Recommend, let's say something like twelve to fifteen to come in for interviews, yep. and then says we're going to advance, let's say three or four t- as finalists. And the school committee inherits the finalists and goes through a, a secondary process with them, where they come in and they. But you, but you interview, so you will so I interview. Will be in the final That's all I really want to do. Like the yep. amount of work it takes, I did the last time is pretty substantial, and I'm pretty busy. Once, once Phil shaves off his mustache, c- cuts his hair, and comes back as a new candidate, like Breaking Bad. Yeah, we're like like sort of show. <laughs> I think I think Phil is not into that. So that that's going to take some work, although from from my end, not a whole lot. Um, you know, budgeting season begins in earnest. Uh, tomorrow, as we sort of tune the request to uh, what the re- resources will be available, um, that will take the better part of December and January, in addition to usual presentations. So, um, not bad, exciting. Um, and all fall sports season ended. I'm just saying, we still have our superintendent. Uh, I'm going to ignore that comment. Uh, big win for Bedford in the Thanksgiving Day game over Burlington for the second straight year. Boys soccer team lost in the state final four. Uh, four to three to Hopkins. I've got to get up on my Lexington sports. And we are hopping into winter sports already. So we'll see how all that goes. We should have a battle of the bridge. Between Lexington and Bedford? Yeah. I think we probably lose most of those matchups. Not, not football. Well, there's an ebb and flow to. But yeah. I think this year, actually, we probably would be Hockey. Pretty Hockey give, could give, be give, tight, close to. Good run for your money. All right, Dave. Yes, no questions. All right. One, two, three, four. Uh, will the Celtics or the Bruins win their respective championships this year? Championships? 
So right now they're currently both in possession of the best records. Will either win the championship, Celtics or Bruins? Yes or no? That, that's a tough. I'd say I'll say I'm hope hoping yes. I'll say yes. Oh, I'm gonna say yes as well. Yeah. Bruins, one, I got you guys. One A, you got you got it. One A. Have you even been to a Bruins game yet? Now that you have tickets, yes. A regular season game, yes. You went to reg- when? I thought you went to a preseason game only. Did I go to? Oh no. Not, so the Bruins oh, currently the soon. best, one of the best starts in their history. Yes, I know. You have access to season tickets, and yeah. you haven't yet gone. Yeah, what happened was you got to yeah. go. Well, I, I, you got to well, go. My friend DB also it's like, never been got rid of this. a bunch of tickets. Like, do you think you got rid of too many tickets? But uh, yeah, you got to go. I'm going soon. Actually. You got to go. Yeah. This team is worth watching. I'm go- and I'm actually going to a Celtics game soon too. Well, which one? Um, possibly December 18th. Who are they playing? Uh, they are playing, I think, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. I'm actually, maybe not the Grizzlies. I don't even know. But I just might be. Well, who are you going with? I'm not sure yet. Well, how'd you get tickets? Because I want to go. Whenever I go to a game, Dave's like, how'd you get tickets? Well, do I, why, I'm curious. Yeah. No, sorry. Actually, I, I may take Maddie. Okay. But I can also get four tickets. It could be me, Maddie, you, and Wayne. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Matt, he'd be like, "Who are these guys I'm going with?" <laughs> Traveling so, circus. No, I gotta get no. The, the, the Bruins. What happened was the it was it was a little slow start. The Bruins, not slow. They no, were doing great. The, the, no, 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 they, no, no, no. Slow start. Not slow start. But you know, and then with the tickets, I couldn't go because of the, the timing of them. And so then I got I got rid of some of my tickets, and then we got rid of a lot of tickets from my group. And now I'm like, okay, we actually had tickets to the Avalanche game, which was a great game, which someone got rid of. So oh. I, anyways, you gotta make a claim. I know. I'm so I'm, you I'm, make a claim I'm now. I'm gonna and and I smell playoffs, right? So I'll be at some games. Well, I mean, that's informal. I Don't know. be a playoffs only guy. Oh no, no. Trust me, I, I would be going to these games if I could. You have a jersey now, remember? I have a jersey. You know what? Actually, the game I take well. Hannah went and w- Hannah went with Owen and went with. Well, oh, that's fine. Game, so that was good. But you got to go. I know. I want to go. I want to go. I'm ready to go. He's ready to go. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, yeah, boop, boop, boop. Question number two: Will we get more than six inches of snow in December? Doesn't look good for the next ten days. I'm sad. I know. Yeah, you love. I'm going to say, say no. I'm going to say no. Also, uh, question number three: Will we get to our 100th episode in 2023? That's 19 episodes. <laughs> next 12 months. Oh, next twelve months. We've been, oh, we've, easy. Uh, really? I think we said that last year. Twenty twenty three. We we talk a good game. Yeah. So that's we do one. So we did, we do one every other week. That's twenty one. What's what's twenty six? Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so in theory, it's possible. Could we just rewind. That I would tape? like to get to one hundred episodes. Let's do it. We're easy. We're the, the, the nut to crack is we got we have to do a couple we're virtu- doing virtual pods. We're doing it, not just in we're person because in person, as you know, like Monday is just we run into no, things. We'll get it. All right, get it. Uh, get serious it. question. A little political uh, question. G- given all the recent news, will, will Donald Trump be the Republican nominee in twenty twenty four? Great question. Again, I ask great questions. I think he will be. I think that they'd be too scared not to make him the. Uh, I think the answer is yes. Yeah, but I think there's some other good can better candidates, of course. In circus, he might be in jail and still be the Republican. Seriously, in 2024. <laughs> all right, sorry for that. Uh, all right, Dave, I have an exciting update for our listeners. Uh, yes. I know they want to keep this short, so I didn't prepare too much. No, it's uh, good. Jukebox. So I got my Spotify wrapped um, summary of 2022. Oh, which you must have gotten as well, Dave, because I think I you did. listen to Spotify. Yes. And I gleaned some fascinating learnings from like my listenings on yes. Spotify, which was really my first full year of listening to Spotify after not doing it for a while. So I, I want to give you a few highlights. I'm going to play a game, and you're going to tell me what you think the answer is. Okay. You ready for this? I like games. I think you like this. Um, music games. So I, I listened to approximately 20,000 minutes of music <laughs> on Spotify, which, I, whatever, it's a, it's a while. Okay. Uh, when do you listen to this music? Are you on the bike or are you riding? Uh, I would say uh, 
if I'm sitting at the desk in the hallway here, uh, I can just listen to it all afternoon and put it on like blah blah blah. I also listen to it at the gym, alternate with my own with my own library of music, you know, or in the car. Never really at home actually, because I'm just like doing other things at home. Um, Five hundred nine artists, uh, over a thousand songs, um, and can you? As a, and my top five list of artists. Okay, so number five through number one. Wait, wait, uh, can you on. just uh, can you just guess like who might be? Uh, you can probably guess one. Like guess who, Taylor. So Taylor's on the list. All right. Can you guess anybody else based on what you know about me? Know about you. Yeah, what you know about me. Some of these will make sense. The f number five would be like, are you kidding me? But there's um, a reason why. Um. Can you give me a hint? Like, is it? Like, give me a genre. All right. So I would say two, two and a half, three like contemporary artists, pop artists, okay. and then two that are probably more popular, definitely more popular, like really in the nineties. Okay. Late nineties. So late nineties. Mid, mid to late mid to late nineties is a fair range. Ninety four so through two thousand. What's his name? He's a guitar player guy. This is David Bean. I know. I know who you're thinking of. Who am I thinking? I'm not going to give it to you. Okay, not him. Okay. All right. Here, all right so the good speculation. Give me. Um, give me another one. Give me a hint. Just give me just uh, like uh, any of them. Um, so one one of them is a British. One of these artists is a is a British band. Okay. Uh, is this the 90s? The rest are the, the British band is, is the British band is 90s. So is it the Beatles? No. The Who? Okay, that's like the 60s <laughs> and 70s. <laughs> oh, movie. okay. I'm sorry. The 90s. Oh. um... Um, Oasis. Oasis is on the list. No way. 100%. <laughs> I'm a huge Oasis fan. Okay, number five. Wow. The pride of Boca Raton, Florida. She is not Jewish. It's Ariana Grande. Oh. I don't know how she's number five. What are you doing with your life? I don't know. It's weird. I, don't know. I guess it happens. Uh, number four. The Awkward. Band, number four that you were probably thinking of saying was Dave Matthews. The Dave mm. Matthews band, number Very four. Very good. Okay, a lot of like vintage nostalgia, like easy listening. Yeah. You can. I mean, I'm not sure if you have a lot of Dave Matthews songs you like, Dave. I, I have a few that I really like. Yeah. Uh, number three, Chainsmokers. Chainsmokers. The Chainsmokers. A lot no, of collaborations, a lot of songs that I like. All right. Number two, the aforementioned Oasis. Yeah. Huge. O I thought this would be number one. I'm not sure how it isn't because I listen to a lot of Oasis music, like in the hallway. Yeah. And like parents, are like I'm like, are you an Oasis fan? I'm like, yeah. Number one, though, is, is absolutely Taylor Swift. Yeah. And the good news, Dave. Yes. I'm in the top two percent. Really? Of all Taylor Swift listeners on Spotify. So where, Top 2%. Where is this on my on my? So thing? if you open up the Spotify app, there should be a little icon which says, like, wrapped my 2022. Yeah, yeah. As I, here we go. I'm looking for you. I'm looking for it down here. And I don't actually see it. Yeah. It's so your homework, Dave, is to sort of yeah. figure out where your Spotify wrapped summary of 20. Uh, I want to hear what your top five artists were. Uh, I bet that we have zero overlap with Ariana Grande, Dave Matthews, Chainsmokers, Oasis, Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm gonna say zero overlap. I got. I'm just, yeah. The funniest story was Don Kachubis texting me. She's oh like, "Oh God, I'm the top seven percent of Taylor Swift." I'm like, "You're oh. the top and I'm 2%. like, and guess what? I'm two percent, Don. Nice try. That is great. So that was pretty good. You're trying to find your. Spot I know. I'm, I'm done. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna be the top two percent of like the. Beastie but do you do you share a family account or is it just or is it just you? How's it work? Because it might be influenced by whatever everyone else is listening. Mine to. says the accounts. best of for me. I'm getting like my. Um, we all have a. We share. We all have. Oh a, well, that's yeah. So then it creates a playlist based on like what. Um, what you listen to, yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. fine. But like, there's a lot of overlap on that list from like yeah. other lists. Yeah, I'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will say, I mean, Spotify, like the the use of the Peloton and like its own. I just sort of like songs that I encounter on workouts that yeah. sort of expose me to some different kind of music that I don't usually listen to. Um, so that's been ha that's been good. I for think me. Spotify is an amazing invention. Love it.
So that, that, I thought that was a pretty cool. Two percent, baby. Top two percent of Taylor nice. Swift. You're proud of yourself. Okay. You're like, you're like smi- happier than I, I am. I'm actually surprised it wasn't Oasis. I listened to Oasis. A That's lot crazy. I couldn't list like five Oasis songs. Are you serious? You, well, you could list one. Yeah, yeah. Which one? We're trying. That oh, one. that one. That one. <laughs> <laughs> the one that everybody sings. Yeah. Oh, there's so many. I mean, the, the Oasis con- the content. I need to find another Oasis fan to talk about it with because there are not that many of us. Maybe Bornstein. Nah, I mean you. Bornstein's you, an Anglophile. He must like Oasis. Mark, see. when you listen to this, let us know if you're an Oasis fan, and we can Let's get see. into Wonder it. Wall, I was texting. Done the back in anger. That's that's about it. Oh, Champagne Supernova. Got it. Terrible song. No, but those are the only ones I probably know. It's just the. This is Oasis. Yeah, that's fine. Expose yourself to Oasis. Yeah. Um, Bornstein like regular text and messages during the World Cup games. Really? Yeah, back and forth. That's U.S. Great. game was really nice. So, Mark, way to go. It's been a pleasure being a fan with you. Um, Who's he rooting for? Uh, England, <laughs> England know, and the maybe. U.S. Yeah. We were both pretty disappointed with the U.S. performance, which leads me to things that we learned this week. David, what did you learn this week? I actually asked me or the last two weeks or last three. Weeks. I asked me that I learned, and I, now I, but I actually was going to let you know, it, but now I forgot. Okay, what it was, so. uh, l- things that we learned. Yes, I, I have. People will say that the U.S. men's national team manager did fine. I would say he did fine enough. Uh, terrible roster decisions. Primarily the case that he started Jesus Ferreira at center forward in a knockout game against the Netherlands, which was absolutely terrible. Ferreira is a wonderful FC Dallas player and future European prospect, but he left Gio Reyna on the bench again, or Brendan Aronson, and did not change his shape or his tactics. So Burhalter out. I learned it. I confirmed it. I will not hear a counter-argument. We've also learned that uh, Kylian Mbappe is spectacular still. Two incredible goals yesterday. He's playing otherworldly for France. He plays selfishly for PSG, but plays really beautifully with France. you got to look at France as the favorite. And the other thing I learned, not related to soccer, David, when you make cranberry bread, Mm -hmm. as I made yesterday, uh, don't accidentally put peppermint instead of vanilla into the batter because the bottle looked like vanilla. And I poured it in. I'm like, oh, that's clear. And I thought maybe it would work out. Didn't really work out. Hmm. They aren't exactly complimentary flavors. Not the punchy tartness of the cranberry and the mint. Not really. That's mint. Yeah, I like. I like. May it work better in a cocktail, but in a bread, no. I so like don't don't do that. I like how you check your label. Yeah, don't don't substitute certain ingredients, right? Check your label. That's good. What'd you learn, David? Those are three things I learned. I know. I'm trying to think of what I learned. I just learned about the, the quadvalent flu booster yeah. from you this morning. I, 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 I had something on my t- I just can't think of it, but I've learned that I have. I don't think I learned anything this week. I think they learned a lot this week. Um, I've been reading the main news as usual. Yes, a lot of seaweed talk in the news. Seaweed, seaweed. I know there's a there's a lot of talk up in up in our neck of the woods in in Poland of the algae over overgrowth in one of the lakes. Or the like farm lake here. What are you gonna do? A little hydro raking. Well, what's the is the is it, is it algae or is it just some invasive species? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, you meant toxic algae. Yeah, well, it's oh, algae. Oh, so that's bad. Yeah, there's a, well, there's, you know, the, the lakes in Maine, these small lakes are pretty clean. You know, there's some lakes that are uh-huh. not. Um, I mean, the bigger lakes are like Spago. That's you know, it's so big. It, it's it, but like the small lakes can get invasive species um, like milfoil. But but one but it's the, it's one of the there's these three lakes near us. They're called it's called. Um, Upper, middle, and lower rain pond or Those range. Very pond. creative names. And, yeah, <laughs> and and they're pretty popular lakes. Um, and there's been an overgrowth of algae on them. And it, and so what happens? 
well, that's a problem, and they're tr- trying to figure figure how to how to. Um, what does that mean? Like, is it closed P- for activities? Well, no, well, I, I did see the lake, but it got pretty green over the summer, and it's from like runoff and and um, and um, people fertilizing their lawns and whatnot, uh-huh. and they got to fix that. So, so w- you were mentioning the what? Where? <laughs> seaweed. Seaweed. What? What are you doing with seaweed? Well, Dave, Maine law says that you can harvest up to fifty pounds of seaweed daily for personal use <coughs> and people are taking more than that those people that was seaweed what are they doing what, what's their personal use seaweed's like a potent medicinal superfood i went to eat actually i ate seaweed um so people are over harvesting kelp there's talk of like I mean, better, I ate real seaweed right from the ocean ate it well, you might want to clean up a little bit chomped um, on it but seaweed is a, is a boom superfood uh people th- th- there needs perhaps to be more regulation of like what you're carting off of the shores there see the main what's, I, I guess my question what seaweed are they getting like my my image of seaweed is looks like spinach but isn't well the dried seaweed that you buy from like trader joe's exactly. is like crispy that's the good and seaweed thin but then you get the seaweed, you go to Old Orchard Beach, or you go up to you know Wells, or whatever, and you get that that like orange, stringy, spongy, orange like you know gelatin. Exactly, it's like rubbery, so, which, you know, which I've chewed on. I think that um, Sasano might have something to say about seaweed, actually, but given that, like given given water. I feel like going. Given people just, are taking TLDR. Like people are taking so much, too much seaweed because it's becoming very popular as like a superfood, nutritional, you know, solving you know famine, etc. Why not? But seaweed's disappearing. I'm, I mean, I listen to a podcast about how people are stealing sand from Jamaican beaches because it's so valuable, right? So really? 100%. So these things, or things are in abundance. Or catalytic converters. Or like you can't make glass out of every kind of sand. It needs to be a particular kind of sand. Like cement comes from sand, so like you can't just steal it. People are stealing these things, which we feel like there are a lot of, but there are not. So the uh, take stealing kelp and seaweed from Maine shoreline thing above the your allotted amount is a thing. Interesting. So watch yourself. There's a conference in Portland about this. I know what I learned this week. Do you remember? Or this is something new. No, I learned this week. So I'm, I might be expanding my space in the office. I'm getting some more space next door. So what did you learn? That it's possible. I learned that <laughs> that when you are looking at a space, even though there are sinks and bathrooms in the space, make sure you check the plumbing, which was non-existent. What do you mean they were non-existent? It sounds like the prior tenant or Just somebody installed sinks that decided didn't, that didn't to drain? decided to remove the plumbing for some reason. What? And. And they and so nothing so everything was not hooked up anymore and uh, so we th- th- so make sure what you, I understand so the toilet you sink. like took out the pipe or you just no, closed the pipes, no the pipes are all gone like they yeah they were they stolen I don't know I think they, like the, copper the old landlord like decided the old landlord decided it'd be a good idea to remove the pipes for some reason maybe to sell it to to, to rent to a, a, a new a new tenant and yeah so someone came in and took it took everything and yeah, I think they sold it because it was it's copper and everything so they were so luckily, luckily we opened up the cabinets and said hey wait a minute so that's amazing yeah was, so that was a good catch actually by. Um, by someone I was walking around with the... Let's uh, check under the sink to yeah. make sure there's a tube there. Yeah, exactly. And there wasn't. Nothing. And there isn't. What there a surprise. And w- and the, yeah, exactly. There's no, no hookup to It's like anything. a Potemkin village. Exactly. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, so there you go. I learned that. Uh, oh, I, I learned that that's now, that's now a thing also. Yeah, check. Ch- when, you, when you buy... I mean, ch- check check as much as you can when you when you rent, lease, or buy something, right? <laughs> Words of wisdom. Yes. Uh, Dave, um, speaking of speaking of an 100th episode... Something very significant is happening in February. Oh. We're turning 100. So, Dave, we are turning 100. Really? 55 plus 45. Let's do it. We need to have a 100th birthday party. Yeah. And we've talked about Let's doing do it. Let's th- do it. I think there's going to be a 100th birthday party for Let's Dan do and it. Dave. There's going to be a there's going to be a live podcast. What day is perhaps it? Perhaps somewhere. 
Um, this demands an event space or a meeting this up at Rev Hall for friends and family and listeners. So that's the start of so a vacation. We're, we're going we're gonna to figure out when you're not going to be skiing and when we can celebrate our 100th birthday in 100 years on this earth, me and you. Your birthday is on the 20... My birthday is on the 15th. That's okay, oh, though. 15th. I don't have it on here. Well, that's on okay. So 15th and 18th. It's vacation week, I think, right after or during or right after. Yep. So we're going to have a 100th birthday party oh, somewhere. Let's do it. Um, so we're teasing it here on episode yep. 81. Oh, we're going to we're gonna announce where it's going to be. Please oh. join us yes. for yeah, all, all, festive all celebrations. Anybody listening to this podcast that, that says they heard it here will get a free entry. A free, oh, free entry. A free drink. A free drink, a free drink, a free drink ticket. Free drink ticket. And some copper pipes we, from my we old cannot take. We cannot hold the same number of people that went to Maddie's mission, but like, let's, let's be joined by yeah, our let's, loved let's ones do it. Let's do it at the Marriott like we had Maddie's mission. And we're going to do some Coke and Pepsi. And they're going to keep raising the price. Coke and Pepsi. new event. You see, you, 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 be me and you versus Dana and Bornstein. Be great. Oh We're gonna fly Bornstein we'll over for this. Bornstein over. Bornstein should come over for this. He'll be the he'll be the, he'll be the, this him, be the him and Avery will be the bartenders. This will be. <laughs> this will be. There you go. There it is. This will be bring, like bring this, some small batch like, London gin. This would be like when um um I Carly had the dual episode nope, with. You uh, lost me. Oh man, I Carly nope, and nope. um what's that show? Other show? Anyways, be good. Nope. We're, nope. We're a combined episode. So. It's <laughs> great. Uh, so, uh, just a heads up for our listeners: we're, we're two months out. We have plenty of time to plan it. So, one hundred episodes, twenty twenty three, one hundred years for me and you. Um, everything is coming. Hundred year roses. old man. Let's go. Uh, I mean, this week, David, wrap it up. Coming up this week, it's December fifth between December fifth and December twelfth. What do you got? I just got nothing. I've been lots and lots of patience. Got probably nothing. A lot of patience. Um, yeah, it should be hopefully a, a pseudo smooth week. And we'll have a concert this week. What concert you got? JGMS vocal concert. Bam. Let's what are they go. missing a little Messiah? Some December little songs. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Oh, we got we got a, a holiday party this Saturday over at our friend Gretchen's house. It's Gretchen and Scott. That should be nice. Ooh. And then an away game in Holliston. Wait, wait, Sunday. when's that party? Saturday night. Bam, that's a big that's a big get together, right? It's, it's usually all, a pretty big all of Bedford it's usually a pretty it's, 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 it's the cultural uh, event of the season. Saturday night. So. Is that what, wasn't it outside one year? It when was it outside last year. Huh. Really Do nice. you need an invite for that? They check IDs at the door. Gretchen, if you're listening, shoot David an invite. There we go. Um, so I think uh, uh, compared to last week when every, everybody was sick, you know, kids, staff. Which um, is now the same thing. I'm hoping this week is a little bit easier for us. Got a few people back. Uh, hired three people last week, which is awesome for us. So I'll have a few people starting this week. I think a couple of you know actually too, David. And um, high hopes for a nice weather, um, a little bit more sleep, and. Um, my last point is, oh, what, what else? I, I, I watched Andor, which I told you wasn't that good. Oh, Andor. Take it back. Unbelievable. Really? Start with that. Epi- if you can survive the first hour and a half, episodes three through the end are, sorry, um, probably the best Star Wars content oh. ever. Oh, is it Star ever, Wars? Ever created. I've, I've, I've For the enthusiasts or the originalists who couldn't accept Rogue One as the best Star Wars movie, which it was, they probably disagree. Um, I will put Rogue One and Andor at the very top of the Pantheon. So I am so behind. Unbelievable. I told you, you got to watch. You got to watch I've a lot. I've only watched the middle up. three, the middle three Star Wars movies, and that's it. Yeah, but Andor is. Well, I just started watching. Um, what's what's the uh, Daniel Craig one of the 007 movies? Um, Which one are you watching? It's probably it's an old one. Uh, well, uh, Casino Royale, Skyfall, no. Quantum of Solace, No Time to Die. Uh, which was is, well, what, what happened in the movie so far? It starts in the beginning, and he is is he killing somebody at the chase, beginning? Is a chase scene? Chase scene where? In Istanbul. Oh, yes. that's the best one. Skyfall. Oh, good. 
Yeah, I started watching that. Have you not seen it? No. David's the best. So it, I started it watching is, it. Is the, it is the best Bond movie of all time. Really? It oh, is good. the best one. But that's like 2002. It's like an old No, it's, it's, tw- it's, tw- it's tw- 12, 13, 14 Skyfall. Let me see. So yeah. the guy dies the, to chase the train. He, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Skyfall. That's what I'm watching. No, no. There are some mm-hmm. unbelievable scenes in Skyfall. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. I think he's great. There's some unbelievable scenes. And I think, you know, that, there's a podcast I don't listen to anymore because mm-hmm. I find it morally problematic to listen to this guy. Um, but they review Skyfall in all of its glory. And I think I said to you on the podcast earlier, like it's like Hamlet. It's so well done and theatrical and well acted and everyone there takes it really seriously and the story is super compelling. Um, so I would, I, I'm going to say you're going to love that movie. And I Andor. Talk, and I want to talk about Andor? it afterwards. No, Skyfall. Skyfall. <laughs> Andor's great. Andor's, Andor's great. So, so I'm watching the Mysterious Benedict Society. I don't know uh, what that means. So that's an, a, a book. That was, it was a three-book series, I think, that was written years ago. It, it was Hannah's favorite book in Jawson's, and it's a great – and I started reading it with Maddie. Um, but we, they made a, a series on Netflix, two, two seasons, and it's really well done. Yeah. It's, it's almost it's like, like a movie. Y, it's like YA fiction or like kids fiction. Um, kids adult. fiction, young adult, uh, young adult fiction. I'd say it's really, we, really we, we just ran through that uh, Shadow and Bone. It's like young adult fiction, which they made into a Netflix series, huh. which we watched. It was pretty good. Yeah, you know, kind of peered off towards the end, but then I'm like, let's just read the books because like, how hard can they be? Because Maddie wants to watch Wednesday. Adult. Do you know anything about Wednesday? Zero. Zero Wednesday. I mean, I saw it. I was in the Adams Family spinoff or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my scene. No. Anyway. You can't watch Andor Dave if you haven't seen some of the other. I know, I'm Star not going to watch mythology, it. But like, I think I threw shade at it inappropriately because it was a little bit slow at the start. <laughs> but then I was, it was over Thanksgiving. I think I watched like nine episodes. Really? Like, yeah, it was really. Good. Did, I just can't dive in. Andor. I mean, you can. I mean, as as a standalone, like it doesn't talk about the Force. Mm-hmm. It really is the thing about like resistance mm. and tyranny and freedom, and like you don't need the Rogue One backstory to really understand it. So you could watch it as a. As a as a unique, I'm probably not going to. But it's I mean it's really good though, it's Hmm. really good and it's beautifully made. It's really compelling. All right, and it's not like and or cute. It's it's not like Ewoks. Yeah, and or and or Ewoks. All right, Dave. Well, 45 minutes another year on the under the clock. This was great. Covered a lot of ground. Good to see you on a Monday. It's always better to start a week with a podcast. It is nice. It's like it's like taking a shower. Um, refreshing it's not it just it, it puts me in a good mood no 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 it is we did not take a shower uh, so we learned about the Hanukkah we learned about the World Cup we learned about the flu we learned about our 100th birthday we learned about my playlist you'll find out about yours yeah I can't wait back. to check that out and, uh, and I'll have some guesses when we get there so guys uh, wishing you a great week we'll see you back here next week or the week after um, and uh, as you enter the holiday season hope you do that with enthusiasm and good vibes and we'll see you next time and lots of good health particularly have a great week everyone we'll see you later what do we know is written by dan broskell and dave geller and produced by terry samaris from lex media and lexington mass our theme music is from joey freeman whose music you can find on soundcloud we'll see you next time